0: We do have many guests here today that I want to welcome. This is our homecoming. Uh, This is the state of the university. It is Cedarville's tradition that at the beginning of homecoming, on the Friday chapel, the president will deliver a state of the university address to you. So we will do that today. It's not a normal chapel. So for those of you who are visiting on tour today, we usually preach verse by verse through the Bible and the text of Scripture, but today you are here uh, on a special weekend for us where we have a lot of guests. I'm excited today that I have Joy here and the family here and her mother Kay are sitting down front. So if you're alumni and you haven't met my wife, she's down here on the front row, and would you welcome them to chapel here today at Cedarville? Thank you. We are also honored to have our chancellor and his wife, Paul and Pat Dixon, here. Would you wave at everyone? Could you join me in welcoming them to chapel? We had two days of trustee meetings over the past two days, and I want you to know that you have trustees here that love the school, that love the mission of For the Word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ and they love our students and they care for you. And today some of them have stayed over for the weekend and so if you are a trustee here, would you stand and let us welcome you to chapel again here at Cedarville (laughs) University. It is on weekends like these that we often have retired faculty and staff return to campus And our faculty and staff are really the most popular people on campus. As alumni have returned, uh, not to see us, but to see the faculty members that invested in their lives. And so, if you're a faculty member, or if you're a retired faculty or staff, and you're here today, would you stand and let us welcome you to chapel at Cedarville University. And parents and grandparents often use this as a good excuse to come check in on you, see how you're doing, to come to campus. And so if you are a parent or a grandparent and you have joined us for homecoming weekend, would you stand and let us welcome you to chapel at Cedarville University. Now, they will be coming in later today and be here all day tomorrow. I think we have 16 different reunions going on tomorrow. But if you are here and you are an alumni of Cedarville University and you're in chapel today, would you stand and let us welcome you back home for homecoming? It is good to have you home. And if there's anybody I missed, welcome to chapel at Cedarville University. (laughs) It's during this time of the year also that we give out our alumni awards. And so this year, our alumni award winners for you, alumnus of the year was Dr. Peter Lilback, who spoke in chapel. Young alum of the year is Joy Melton, perhaps known to some of you as Joy Sumners with her radio name, Honorary Alumni of the Year, Bill and Nora Bolthouse, Distinguished Service Award to John McGilvery, and the One Another Mindset Award to Walter Strickland. Would you join me in congratulating all of these alumni on their award? As it has been the tradition of Cedarville University to give a state of the university address, I wanted to choose the right word. I want to report to you today that the state of our university is blessed. I think that fits us well. It's not that we have done anything in particular that has accomplished anything great, but it's that God has chosen to bless, and I think He blesses us because we stand for the Word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. I think God will only continue to bless as long as we stand for the Word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. So if you're an alumni who hasn't been back to campus for a while, I want you to know today that we are gonna stand firmly committed to the biblical worldview and the biblical principles with a high view of Scripture and the inerrancy of Scripture with a six-day literal creation with a historic Adam and Eve, with an exclusive gospel that needs to go to all mankind across this earth, with a message of hope and a message of compassionate conviction to our world, we will stand firm and we will not compromise because that is what our Lord has called us to do. Proverbs chapter three, verses 13 and 14 says, blessed is the one who finds wisdom and the one who gets understanding. For gain from her is better than gain from silver or her profit better than gold. And this personification of wisdom, the writer of the book of Proverbs continues on in verse 18 and says, she is a tree of life to those who lay hold of her and those who hold her fast are called blessed. This year our chapel sermon series is a walk through the book of Proverbs and how we can find the way of wisdom Here's an intro video just to give you a little taste of what we're studying. As we do this, we're also pleased to announce to you that we have been blessed in our enrollment we have a record overall enrollment at 3,963 total students. You can see that this is an achievement. You can clap for that, that's fine. You can see on the slides, this is an achievement of 203 additional students over last year. In order to accomplish that, every area of the institution is up. Our College Now program has increased to record numbers. Our graduate programs have increased to record numbers. Our undergraduate program, all of our programs are doing very well and I want to say thank you to the faculty and staff who helped to make that happen. We also have a record freshman class. In fact, that record class is a class of 872 students That's up by 103 over last year, and up over our former record-breaking class of 859. In fact, let's take a picture and look at a picture of that record-breaking class here. If you guys keep coming, we're gonna have to get a bigger circle (laughs) hung. It's all right, we'll take care of that. We don't mind that at all. In addition to having new students and being blessed by them, we are also blessed to have a new visiting professor. Sam Alberry is joining us as a visiting professor. He has already ministered to our campus well through chapel, through meeting with students, through holding regular Q and A's. And he's going to be on campus this spring doing those same things as well as teaching in classes. So we'll get you a schedule of when he's gonna do that. And also hosting special events like our Apologetics Conference, along with Rosaria Butterfield and Dan DeWitt on April the 4th and 5th, so mark your calendars for that. And watch this video of Sam as he talks about his excitement over partnering with Cedarville University. Hi, I'm Sam Albury. I'm a pastor from the UK. I work with Rabbi Zacharias International Ministries. And I love Cedarville. I'm really excited to be uh, coming here for this next academic year to be a visiting professor. Um, I first came here about 18 months ago and immediately fell in love with the place. Um, I love the ethos here. I love the the sense of gospel culture and community. Um, And so I'm really pleased to be mucking in. I'll be teaching some theology, uh, preaching in chapel. I hope to be getting alongside the student community and getting to know them and I'm sure doing one or two other things as well. In addition to new students and a new visiting faculty member, we also have a new degree. We have civil engineering that has been approved and launched. In fact, I ran into one of you who told me you were in the civil engineering program before the accreditors ever approved it, which I'm not sure is possible, but we already have a student somewhere in the house that's in our civil engineering program and maybe more than one looking to do that, as well as some that will join us next fall. So we're excited about this. This civil engineering program comes alongside computer engineering, computer science, electrical engineering, and mechanical engineering. You can give the engineering program a shout out all at once here, we have a great one. And I truly believe that adding civil engineering makes our engineering program the strongest Christian engineering program anywhere in the world. Not only does this fit us academically, but this fits us missionally. We, I've already been talking to some faculty members who will be the lead people on this program who have experience with missions. They are excited about using civil engineering to build infrastructure, to provide clean water, to show the love of God to others in a way that leads them to the gospel of Jesus Christ. And wherever we go using civil engineering skills, we're gonna take with us a new logo. Our new logo that we revealed this year is a logo that expresses our motto of for the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. It additionally, is a bold logo, because we want to be bold. Now perhaps some of you are looking at this saying, something changed? So let me show you the difference between the two. (laughs) It's a minor difference, but notice with me, if you will, that our logo has a pillar. The pillar, because we were founded in 1887, provides an education marked by academic excellence grounded in biblical truth. We stand strong with compassionate conviction. Even amidst cultural and social pressures, we engage the loss with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Our new logo makes the crosses even bolder. Instead of rounded, they are squared off so that they immediately pop to the eye because everything we do and everything we are is because of the substitutionary sacrifice that Jesus Christ made for us on the cross. If it were not for the cross, we would not be here today. If it were not for the cross, there would be no Cedarville University. Because of this, we agree with Paul when he writes in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 that the cross is of first importance. It's what we should deliver to others of first importance, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the Scriptures. We also stand here at Cedarville for the Word of God. And so on the top of the column, we have outlined a Bible for the Word of God. As God reveals Himself to His people through His inspired, infallible, and sufficient Word, We want all of our students, faculty, and staff to daily study, meditate, and memorize God's Word which transforms lives through the Holy Spirit. God's Word illuminates every decision made, every course taught, and every program offered at Cedarville University. It also provides a light which is shown by the sunburst at the top of the Bible because God's Word is a lamp to our feet and a light unto our path, Psalms 119, 105. Now last year I showed you this next slide. This is a slide of Faith Hall. I I told you last year that we were going to tear it down this summer. I also told you about our record freshman class, which is the reason we didn't tear it down this summer. So now I'm here to tell you that Lord willing, Lord willing, we will raise Faith Hall this summer. Some of you are excited about that, huh? Okay. So... This year, we are walking by faith for one more year. It doesn't mean we won't next year, but we won't be walking by Faith Hall next year, I hope. This photo shows you in 1958, James T. Jeremiah moved two buildings from Wright-Patterson about 15 miles down the road to be the backbone, the structure of what was gonna be Faith Hall. It had a 15-year life expectancy, which expired in 1973, which was the year I was born. (laughs) I'm not that old, but you know. Our physical plant team, they are miracle workers. They do a phenomenal job and they have with Faith Hall, but Lord willing, alumni, this is your last chance to say goodbye to Faith Hall, so do so, Lord willing. (laughs) We won't have this discussion again next fall. Which means we have to build another new residence hall. If you have not seen Jenkins Hall, you need to see it. The other one is gonna mirror it. It'll be right across from it. You can see where the dirt has been moved and construction is there. It's a $3 million new dormitory. And I am excited to tell you that we will take out no debt as we will be paying cash for that dormitory as well. (laughs) The Lord has been kind to bless us with a stable financial future. So moving forward, we are in a really good spot. Some of you that won't have the opportunity to go into Jenkins Hall because it is occupied and is a female dorm, so guys, make sure you don't try to visit and walk in there. I want you to see some of the inside. So this is the common area. This is what it looks like, A nice, large, common area. Some of you notice it's a little bit bigger than some of the common areas in the other dorms. This is also a shot of one of the dorm rooms and nicely decorated dorm room. And here's a shot of the washing machines, which are located on each floor inside of the bathrooms that are there. And then I think we have a shot of the waterfall shower stalls also that are there. <laughs> if you're alumni and you're wondering what those sounds are, it's not that they're not excited about this dorm, it's just it's a little bit nicer than a few of our others, so <laughs> just a little bit, right? Just, so this is what the outside of the building looks like. We'll build another one that looks just like it alongside it. The Wall Street Journal's rankings came out not too long ago. Now, we don't put a lot of stock in Wall Street Journal rankings or anybody else's rankings except God. But as you can see on the screen, we are number four in the nation for student engagement. Now, mm-hmm. now What this mean, means is that our faculty love our students and our students love our faculty and they interact with one another in such a way that it provides student engagement on a level not common at most other institutions. We think they're accurate in that assessment. And while the real important thing that we're after is to please God and to be faithful stewards, it is nice every now and then when somebody acknowledges that you're doing something well. So well well done faculty, well done students as we engage there. We also have been doing chapel live here for about the past year. And so if you're not on campus, You can watch our chapel at any point in time, live streaming on Facebook and on our website. And even today, later on, if you're gonna miss the cardboard canoe race, we will have it live streamed if the weather permits. And we're gonna have our Cedarville worship experience tonight called Encounter, starting at eight o'clock in this auditorium, live streamed as well. So make sure you let parents, friends, family know that they can watch all of these things live streamed. We do the same thing for our sporting events. We have our volleyball games, our soccer games, our basketball games, all live streams, so you can watch those. But in fact, tonight, you can come out live and watch our volleyball team at seven o'clock as they play against Walsh, and tomorrow at three o'clock as they play against Malone, and dominate them in the name of Jesus with all kinds of sisterly love, so. And in fact, dominating in the name of Jesus is what's been happening. We have won the President's Cup meaning that we had the best athletic program in our GMAC NCAA Division II Conference for the past four years. And so we are excited to work hard to attempt to continue that tradition. Would you congratulate our athletes? As we move forward into the future, one of the things that we are gonna do is to continue to have a focus on institutional sustainability and student affordability. It seems that all of higher education is headed in the wrong direction. Higher discount rates, higher cost of tuition. We must do better. We must do better not just in higher education across the board, but here at Cedarville University. I want us to make sure that we keep our tuition as low as possible, that we keep our expenses as low as possible so that our students don't walk across that graduation stage with unnecessary debt so that you can go out and serve God wherever He would send you, anywhere in the world. For those reasons, we are looking for partners to come alongside us and help us as we train the next generation for the Word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. For those who may be interested in helping, there are a few ways you can do that. You can help us out with estate gifts as they contribute to our endowment. We would be happy to introduce you to one of our partners, Corp. It's a third-party provider that can help you learn how you can do your estate planning and not give as much money to the government in taxes, but to take that money and provide it to philanthropic entities, to give charitably to those entities that you want to support. If you're interested in that, please contact our advancement team. They'll be happy to take, uh, take you to the right places. We also wanna increase the number of people in our President's Society. This President's Society are those people who come alongside and say we wanna partner yearly to provide scholarships. You can join the President's Society as a young alumni for a reduced rate. You can join to be a member at $1,000 per year or you can join the leadership circle for $10,000 per year. You may say $1,000 a year is not gonna make a whole lot of difference in student affordability. But if we were to have 1,000 alumni come together and provide $1,000 each year, that would provide over a million dollars each year in scholarships that we can distribute to our students. And the focus of the President's Society is to increase scholarships, to increase affordability, to decrease student debt, so that we can provide a world-class education at an affordable and accessible cost. It's my prayer, and I hope that you will pray along with me. Right, students? that many people will come alongside us, that churches, that businesses will come alongside and help us so that we can transform lives for godly service, vocational distinction, and cultural engagement as we stand for the Word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. For those that may be able or thinking about this, I just want to challenge you and encourage you that your dollars, they multiply. As Bill Boldhouse talked to us about yesterday in chapel, you are investing into the life of a student who will go out and invest in thousands of other lives, and you will have a part in all of the ministry that takes place from those students as they go out through the ends of the earth. And I'm here to tell you, why you're on campus, get to know our students. We have the best students anywhere in the world, bar none. Now our major goal for this year is the campus master plan. Uh, Some of you have already received surveys. I think our student survey went out this past week, alumni survey has gone out, faculty and staff have received surveys. We want you to take those surveys seriously. We want you to point out things that we need to improve, things that we can do better, solutions to problems that you may be aware of that maybe we may not even notice because we want to have a 10-year master plan that puts Cedarville in a position to stand firm and to be diligent moving forward into the future. As we do that, we recognize that we stand on the shoulders of those who have come before us. James T. Jeremiah, Paul Dixon, William E. Brown, and others who have planned well and strategically on this campus. In fact. I have a photo of a campus master plan from 1990 that you can look at here on the screen. Uh, You'll see there that it had a pool that is not exactly where part of our lake is and it had track and football up at the top and it had several different uh, outdoor chapels and it had some structures and some gardens. But you also see there are a lot of buildings that we now enjoy. It was planned well, it was strategic, it was intentional. We also have a master plan that comes to us from 2005. We see here a plan from the Bill Brown era. You'll see that even in this time, they were talking about dormitories out where we're putting Jenkins Hall in the new dorm. They were talking about an addition onto Milner. You'll see there the the BTS building that we now enjoy and love. You can see some of the ideas mentioned there are ideas that we're still talking about today and some of these ideas are things that we love and enjoy to participate and walk through and study in and sit on the steps of on a continual basis. So as we begin our master plan and we look through it, we want to address a few issues that I want to point out to you. The first issue that we know we have to address is entrance confusion. If you are here on a tour, I apologize, uh, if, if you have ever been here on a tour, I apologize. We, we have seven entrances to our campus. So as you tell people, how do you get to the Welcome Center at Cedarville University? I, I won't go through it all, but it takes about 30 seconds to tell them how to get there. It's not an easy discussion to have, and we can do better. So this is number one on my list. How do we make sure we know exactly where the main entrance is and how do we direct our guests to where they need to be so that we can do a good job welcoming people to campus? We also have some buildings on campus that are not exactly quality complexes. Uh, Let me put it this way. Uh, The quality of the building does not reflect the quality of the programs and the education that happens on the inside. And so four of the buildings that I have starred for you here, we are actually looking at. You can see these buildings. Milner where our school of business is. The history and government building, which used to be the HR building, which used to be the chapel, which used to be the bookstore. Uh, Building number 12 there, we're gonna look at that one as well. Building number 16, Patterson, where our communications programs are. Second story of that was actually taken off by a tornado many years ago. We're still using the first floor today. (laughs) Williams Hall, number 15. Some of you agree with the need for us to look at Williams Hall, right? (laughs) Now, that's not right. That might be the loudest amen I've had all semester. So, Uh, how many of you actually lived in Williams Hall? I know we have some alumni here that you were there when it was a dormitory. I see several hands there when it was a dormitory. I won't tell you how long ago it was a dorm, but if you haven't been by Williams Hall, you should walk through the building. We can do better. And so this campus master plan is a 10-year plan where we are gonna look at how we can do a better job to represent the quality of the programs on the inside by having that type facility on the outside. But you know, at the end of the day, we know, and you know, it's not the buildings that make Cedarville University special, it's the people, it's God. I'm not sure what was funny about that, but it's okay. (laughs) The people who serve here, who have been called to serve here by God, the faculty that I consider a world-class faculty and the best bar none in Christian higher education across the world, these faculty members come here not to sit in their offices and do projects, but to get to know students, to love you. Terminally degreed faculty members teaching in classes to disciple students, to pour into the lives of students. We have students on this campus who come here because they love the Lord. They wanna learn more about the Lord, how they can serve Him in their given vocations to go out and make this world a better place. It's the fact that we have preachers who come on this stage and teach in chapel, word by word through the scriptures and have a high view of scripture. It's the fact that we have staff members that serve on this campus as a ministry and consider what they do a calling. It's the fact that we have people who understand we serve a higher purpose and a greater good and that is the gospel of Jesus Christ. What makes Cedarville special is God. It's the cross. It's the gospel. It's the Holy Spirit that lives in each one of us and the fact that we recognize we have an incredible ministry. So during your 1,000 days, our commitment to you is to pour into your life, to love you well, to put you on a trajectory to glorify God all of your days on this earth with the gifts that he has given you. And Cedarville University will only continue to be special as long as it stands for the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. And that is our commitment to you. So dear Lord, today as we welcome many people back home, God, I pray that you would help us to be faithful. I pray that you would help us to be good stewards. Lord, I pray that you would help us to live our lives in such a way that we edify one another and that we glorify the Savior. Lord, may your name be held high on this campus in everything that we do in every area of the campus. May we have compassionate conviction to engage our culture with the light and the hope of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Lord, may we go out from this place to the ends of the earth to impact our world, to stand firm for you. And Lord, may one day we hear those words, well done, good and faithful servant. For it's in your name we pray, amen. And you are dismissed.